Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Leader in Red, hosted by myself, Natalie Hansford. I am super excited to jump on here today because I have with me a guest, which I'm super excited about. Her name is Danielle, and she is a money coach. She helps millennials master their money by creating a money plan that is super easy to stick to, but also super affordable to stick to. She was able to pay off $32,000 in a matter of eight months. How incredible is that? So I'm super excited to get her on here. She is able to chat with us on how to defeat your debt. Hi, Danielle. How are you? Hey, Natalie. I'm great. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm so happy to have you. I thought I would bring you on just to talk a little bit more about money because I haven't been able to speak about it because I really don't know about it. I think that a lot of people, it's a lot of common sense, but people are scared about it. And sometimes I am. So I thought it'd be a great idea to have you on here. Maybe you can just start off by telling me a little bit about yourself and your background. Yeah, sure. So I am 24. Um, a little bit about my background is I graduated with a marketing degree and currently my regular job is actually, it's in an office. I'm a data analyst. So I analyze spreadsheets and numbers all day, but it's definitely not what I want to be doing for the rest of my life. So I started thinking about different things that I could be doing, things that I'm more passionate about. And throughout this entire time, throughout that entire time that I was thinking about what I want, what I want to actually do, um, I was also going through my debt-free journey. I was also figuring out my finances and putting together my budget and putting together my payment plan for my debt and everything like that. So I was like right in the middle of it and it didn't really hit me until the day I became debt-free that I realized like that's exactly what I want to be doing. I want to be helping people figure out, figure out their money first of all and then figure out a plan for them to get to debt-free as quickly and efficiently as possible without having to sacrifice the fun and the things they enjoyed doing, but still obviously making a conscious and concerted effort to actually take the steps needed to get there because you can't just like, I don't know, like jump around and wish to be debt free. Like you actually have to do the work, but that doesn't mean cut out all the fun and all that. So that's, that's a little bit of where I came, I guess where I came from, but kind of why I am now in this position of, educating millennials about their money and being a money coach for anyone who needs the accountability and the guidance and um, support, knowledge, information, anything related to money, really. Yeah, I find that our generation has had a lot of difficulties with money and specifically because of the economy. But what necessarily made you become a money coach? Um, I know that your experience has been a dramatic impact on that, but why a coach for others? So I've always actually been very drawn to helping other people. I'm the oldest of three. So I have, when I was growing up, I had the two younger siblings that I was kind of like second mom to. And I mean, my mom loved that, but I loved it too. (laughs) And it was kind of like ever, ever since the beginning, I was just always a helper. And I think that's kind of played into every single role of my life. So especially now when there's such a big problem like money, especially in the millennial generation, like I'm just like, yeah, let me get, get in there. Like I want to jump in and help and do what I can to kind of at least start change or help continue the change. 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, even with my circumstance, like I don't really talk about money at all. I was actually, the only time I ever talk about money is when like, I'm fighting for my employees to get raises. And even that is like pulling teeth because a lot of people don't like to talk about money, but they also don't like to talk about like what they're getting paid versus other people. Like it's very scary conversation, even as owners who are making hundreds of thousands of dollars, they still don't like to talk about money, which is absolutely insane, especially when they're making four yeah. times as much as someone that's making minimum wage, right? So it's definitely a scary conversation, even if you are doing well. Um, a lot of people just yeah, don't like the impact totally. that it has. Yeah, yeah, money is a very taboo thing and it's very hard for people to wrap their head around. And like, especially in the way today's world is, people are starting to become more open. But today compared to 20, 30 years ago, no one talked about money because it was such a scarce thing. So it also, it just comes down to like scarcity versus abundance. Like now everyone is so much more open with everything, literally everything in their life. Everyone, maybe not everybody, but a lot of people are embracing the abundance and like visualization and manifestation and all of that. And I totally, I'm on board with that. Like I totally agree with all of that, especially with money. I do still think, of course, there's so much of like the old mentality of like hard work and um, dedication, commitment, like that has to play into the abundance mindset also. But the scarcity mindset that used to be in the world 20, 30 years ago has no place in today's world. So I think it's hard for people to transition from what they either lived and now they're trying to adjust in today's world or what they learned from parents who lived back there and now they're trying to adjust still. Yeah, so absolutely. it's just, yeah, it's like a huge, I can't think of the word, but it's important to talk about money. <laughs> no, absolutely. Um, what has your experience been so far with clients and how, what kind of age group um, are your clients as of right now? Are you kind of in the more millennial stage of helping people or are you helping people of all ages? I am definitely mostly helping millennials, um, which lends nicely to the ability to talk about money because again, people yeah. in today's world are much more likely to talk about money than older generations maybe. Mm -hmm. um, so it hasn't been too much of a struggle in terms of trying to get my clients to open up and talk about their money struggles and their past spending habits and just everything relating to their money. That hasn't been too difficult. So I've been very grateful for that. Um, but then when I go and try and explain my business and explain my coaching program to someone who isn't in their twenties or early thirties, it's hard for them to wrap their head around the fact that someone like me is going out and offering to learn all about someone's finances and learn about their debt and learn about their credit card history. So then they can take that information or so then I can take that information and turn it around. It's, it's hard for a lot of people to understand. Um, but thankfully my clients have been very open and willing. And honestly, that's my ideal client. Like I don't want to work with someone who isn't open and willing, who isn't committed to talking about money so they can make that change. No, absolutely. And even to be honest, it might just be the different generations and how much debt they actually have. And they don't understand that it is a struggle to overcome that because the other generations and older generations didn't have as much debt as the millennials, which is a piss off and scary at the same time. Mm -hmm. um, so that also be, <laughs> might be why you're having the struggle of that. But 
Um, I know that there's like a massive stigma when it comes to money and it's either budget or being able to limit yourself or living your life. Like there is no, you can't live your life and budget. What are your thoughts about this? Because it's a huge stigma. Everyone talks about it. Everyone always says, oh, you're budgeting. Okay, you can't come out this Saturday or all those things. Oh God, okay. (laughs) I hate that. Yeah. I hate when people say, oh, you're on a budget. So either they don't invite you or they just immediately assume you're not willing to go or hang out or spend the money or whatever. Like, yeah, this is such a big misconception. Like a budget is there literally to help you do all of the things. Like a budget will allow you to go out on a Saturday night, will allow you to go to the concert, will allow you to spend $200 on a shopping spree. Like a budget is not restrictive. And this is what people need to get in their heads and like understand. This is like the one of the biggest mindset shifts around money, you need to realize and recognize that a budget is just a tool for you to achieve everything you want to achieve. A budget, literally, you create and put in your budget whatever you want. And that could be $20, like only $20 for fun, or that could be $500 for fun. It's literally up to you. It's just um, a tool for you to see where your money or where you're telling your money to go each month. So there's nothing restrictive about it. There's nothing bad about a budget. It's actually the best thing in the entire world. And if we had 5,000 million hundred hours, I would talk to you about this the entire time. Like yeah. budget is my favorite thing in the entire world. Do you think that's the hardest thing to explain to people is the concept of what a real budget means? I think yes. Um, because like you said, a lot of people do have that thought that being on a budget means they can't have fun. And again, that just goes back to 20, 30 years ago. That's what people thought. Like, because of the scarcity mindset, we don't have all this money. So therefore we can't, we have to first allocate it to what we actually need. And then if there's any left over, then maybe we can go do these fun things. Maybe we can go pay for this, like want for lack of a better word. This actually took me a lot of time to get used to because before when I was in college I used to spend things or spend money on things that really didn't matter and like now looking back at it I obviously think it doesn't matter but in the time I thought it was just amazing and I wanted to spend my money on it but now looking back at it I really just didn't see the value of why I spent my money on that so it's really just understanding what you want your budget to be and where you want to spend your money in the in the moment and if you want to have those experiences and that's fine then maybe just pick a couple rather than all of them okay so you recently launched your master your money program maybe you can tell us just a little bit more about that yes so master your money it touches on everything i literally just talked about we'll go over your budget we'll go over how to figure out how to decide how much to assign to each category in your budget. Um, And again, this is completely up to you. You decide the amounts you want and we'll just work together to make sure you can stick to it every month or every couple weeks or however, um, however often it works best for you. And then um, of course we'll build in fun because in my journey to debt free in my whole money management financial journey, I still included fun. I did restrict myself, I think a little more than most people. Um, but that's 
literally just because it's my personality. Like if I see a goal or if I have a goal in mind, I'm going to do absolutely anything and everything I need to do to get there. Um, so that's why my mindset was the most minimal extra spending and everything toward debt. But I know not everybody's like that. And I don't expect everybody to want to do that at all. Um, and honestly, I wouldn't recommend it because I know not everyone's like that. And I know not yeah. everyone would be successful with it. Um, so I do recommend to build in as much fun as you want because the whole point of a budget is really just to be comfortable with your money since it is a plan and it's just an outline basically of where your money's going. You need to be comfortable with it before you can make any progress in your money story. We will really make sure to include fun in your budget. And then of course also, as my name suggests, we will also put together a plan to defeat your debt, um, which is a huge thing because there's so much debt in the world, even just in the millennial generation, especially in the millennial generation. Yeah. Um, there are a lot of people who have more college debt than, well, their parents, of course, because it's different, you know, different generations, world, yeah. different generation. Um, but it's, it's just insane. Like trillions of dollars of student debt alone not including credit cards, not including personal loans, not including car notes, like nothing. It's mind blowing. So that's my whole program. That is my mission. I just want to help people get on the right track with their money and finally get to a point where they can experience that peace of mind and that freedom and really enjoy their life and never have to worry about money again. Well, that's awesome. That sounds really exciting. Honestly, when you were talking, it reminded me of when I was having a conversation with one of uh, my bosses and he's obviously very fortunate and he has two kids and he was able to take them to school and pay for their schooling and all that stuff. And I was talking to him one day about debt because I can't remember how the conversation came up, but it came up and it was more organically. And mm -hmm. he was like, well, obviously you don't have debt, so whatever. And I'm like, well, no, of course I have debt. Like <laughs> I went to school, like I, I, of course I have debt. Everyone has debt in my generation. Not saying I'm not doing something about it, but I definitely am working at it. And then he was like, well, that doesn't make sense. Like you've been out of school for like a couple of years. I'm like, yes, not everyone's fortunate enough to not have any debt. So it's, it's almost like everyone oh, that you look God. at has it. But some people just don't understand. They're like, well, what do you mean you have debt? That doesn't make sense. Like it's been three years. How do you have that debt? <laughs> Yeah, it it's hard for them to wrap their head around the idea that people are going to be in debt for years and years because of how insane prices are for school, let alone how much marketing is being done on just credit cards toward millennials. Like everything right now about money is crazy. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I absolutely agree. Yeah. Have you found that you had to change your client's perspective on a negative stigma towards whether it's money or just completing the program? Do you find that when like you're talking to them, you have to kind of give them the confidence to talk about it or to deal with it? Or do you think the clients that you take on have the confidence already to deal with their debt? I think for the most part, the clients that I take on, I am slightly selective because I do want someone who I can see and I can tell is already committed to changing their life because yeah. that's really what this is. Master your money. It will change your life. Like if you can change your money story, your life will be forever changed. And I think that's something important to keep in mind. So I am a little selective with my clients because I want someone who I, I know is ready for that change. 
Yeah. So I haven't had to deal too much with helping clients shift their mindset a lot, maybe like around little things like, do you really need to spend $50 on a dress for one weekend? Like just tiny, right. tiny things like that. Yeah. Um, so nothing huge, but other people who haven't signed with me, haven't become my client. They do. Of course I get questions all the time. And those tend to be the people who do struggle a little bit more with the mindset. And that is the biggest thing. Like that is the very, very, very first step that needs to be done before any thoughts about managing your money and mastering your money is even considered. So when that happens, when I get those messages and I get those questions, of course, I'll help them through it uh, as best I can, where they're really going to see change in progress is in my program, in my Master Your Money Signature Coaching Program having the responsibility to actually complete it because it's one thing to say and then a completely different thing to actually do it and achieve it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Same page. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What are some of the items or purchases that you find have been a problem with people's spending habits? Maybe just in this generation to maybe just narrow it down a little bit more. Um, I would say experiences because I mean, I, I'm not one to turn down an experience. Like I'm going to the Philippines for almost three weeks in January. Like that's a huge experience. We're stopping in Hawaii. We're stopping in Guam. It's huge. Yeah. I love experiences. I love travel. I love doing new things that bring me happiness and add value to my life. But I think, especially with our generation, we've allowed ourselves to become too comfortable with that idea. Like we've allowed ourselves to think that as long as you're happy, happiness is all that matters. And I, I do agree. Happiness is super important. Happiness matters. You need to be happy with what you're doing. You need to be happy with your life, but how can you be happy with your life spending money that technically you don't even have on all these experiences and then coming back and being hit with thousands of dollars on your credit card bill yeah. or coming back and realizing, Oh crap, I still have $50,000 of student loans to pay. That just doesn't make sense to me. So I think yeah whoever is marketing all these travel things and all the experiences, like doing a great job. Like I'm sure they're super successful somewhere, but like it's not helpful for our generation. We need to figure out and we need to realize like if we don't get a handle on our money now, yeah, you may be having those experiences now, but you will never ever have those in your future because in your future, you're going to be stuck making the payments you should have been making now. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I think social yeah. media has a dramatic impact because everyone's playing catch up on other people's lives that they have no business being a part of because they'll look at people on trips and they'll, of course, they're following those people because they like seeing people go on trips and then they want to go on a trip and then, or concerts or yeah. wearing that nice dress or whatever the case may be, going to fancy dinners and they just want to like be a part of something so bad that they do get into debt because of it. It's super scary. Right. I do have a quick little story um, yeah. and I'll keep it vague. So no one knows who I'm talking about, <laughs> but I have a friend <laughs> and her path in life. She is, if she sticks on this path, she will end up in a very profitable career, which is fantastic. I'm super excited for her, but the way she's living her life now is what I was just talking about. She's spending money. She doesn't have on experiences and making sure she's happy in this moment, mm -hmm. but not necessarily thinking about her happiness in the future. And her justification for that is that this career path she's in, again, I don't want to get super specific, but <laughs> the career path she's in, one day she'll be making 10 times the amount she's spending today. 
And right. so I'm like, yeah, that, that kind of makes sense. Like if you look at literally just numbers and absolutely nothing else, but like that's, you just said 10 years from now, are you not going to pay your credit card bill until 10 years from now? Like, are you not paying your student loans until 10 years from now? I don't understand how that makes sense to you and how you think within 10 years, nothing with your debt is going to change until you start making this shit ton of money. Like it just, yeah. Yeah. It's true though. To just, and like, what if something happens? What if you no longer have that job or that career path? What are you going to do with your debt at that point? Right. That's super scary. Exactly. Yeah. There's a lot of people yeah, that do totally. that. I blame it on the media and social media. I swear. I always I say that, but it's so true. I completely agree. What would you say are three tips or even just a couple? I don't have to narrow it down to three if you don't feel that that's the answer, but what would you feel there are some tips that you would recommend to the audience to take their first steps in budgeting? Outside of the whole mindset shift, assuming you already have the right mindset and you already are in the right headspace to actually make a change in your money and make a change in your life, first step of actual physical budgeting track your expenses. You need to know what you're spending your money on before you can create a plan that tells you what to spend your money on. You need to track your expenses for at least one month, um, ideally two, because you don't know if that one month may have been a fluke or maybe there was some random expense that wasn't typical. Um, So if you can track your expenses for more than just one month, that would be great. That's your first step. Once you've done that, then you'll start to see the trends. Mm -hmm. Um, You'll start to see spending habits and spending patterns And then you'll be able to actually build your budget. So then at that point, you would create your, I use a spreadsheet. um, And I think that's what works best. I mean, it is what works best for me. And that's what I'm using with my clients. And it really works for them as well. So assuming you now create your budget with a spreadsheet, you would need to have separate sections. You need a section to track your, yeah, keep track of your income, um, a section to then track your expenses, even though you've done that already, this is more so in the context of an actual budget. And then once you have those two sections, you also need, if you're in debt, you'll need a section to track your debt and how much you've paid off versus how much is left. Not a huge necessity, but I found it to be very, very helpful with not just myself, but my clients as well. Step three, honestly, is just sticking to it. (laughs) Whether you can do it completely on your own or you need some accountability through your parents, your best friend, your significant other, an accountability partner, a money coach like myself, (laughs) anywhere you can find that accountability, get like, take advantage of it because money is stressful and you need someone in your corner who's going to keep you motivated and keep you on track. Keep reminding you of the goals that you have. That's awesome. Honestly, sometimes I, well, I do have a spreadsheet, not like an Excel sheet, but I just keep it on like my notes of my phone. And I started doing that the second that I got that letter from OSAP. I was like, oh God, okay, it's coming Mm -hmm. in. OSAP is wanting my money now. (laughs) My six month waiting period is over. (laughs) And I got that letter and I was like, okay, this is real. So that is the second that I started doing that. And Honestly, I use it as a tool. So like if it's like the 10th of the month, I'll be like, okay, wait, what hasn't happened and what still needs to happen in order for if I can or cannot do this? And I'll look at it. And then that's kind of just reassuring me that like, oh, I've actually haven't spent that much already or I have or whatever the case may be. And actually when I started doing this podcast is when I got a little bit more 
restrictive of what I'm spending my money on because now I'm realizing what actually makes me happy rather than like monetary value things. So that's super interesting yes. as well. <laughs> it's because like before I used to experience those things like that would make me really happy. But now working on my podcast on my Instagram is what now makes me happy instead of like going to a concert where that's the stuff I used to just kind of do to make me happier that month. So that's also interesting as well. I didn't really like notice that until I started doing this. So I totally understand where you're coming from with the, with the steps. Yeah. And I I think with that too, like it's important to note that they can change. Like what made you happy before the concerts and the shopping, whatever, like that's fine. That made you happy before, but you've changed as a person. Your life has changed. So now your goals have changed. So what makes you happy has changed. So it's important to recognize that as well as you're going through the journey of mastering your money and getting in control of your life again, because things change. Like your life will change. It's not going to stay the same forever. My goals have changed. My spending habits have changed. My budget has changed many, 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 many times. So it's just, I mean, yeah, life changes. You just have to kind of roll with the punches, but a budget, I can't even like stress this enough. A budget makes it a million times easier. Yeah. And learning how to adapt for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. I have one last question for you. Hit me. <laughs> what, <laughs> what would you recommend to the audience that believes in, I know we did talk about this earlier, but that believes in not being able to live your life while you're on a budget. We did talk about it, but what is something that you would recommend to everyone to stop thinking that way and change your mindset with X? <laughs> right. I would tell them, think about what you want your future to look like. If you are okay with your future being the complete opposite of what your life is now because you're spending all this money on these experiences and just blowing your money on whatever makes you happy right now in this moment, then that's fine. You can have a future that's not that great. Fine. Enjoy your future. But if you want to actually have a successful future, a calm future, a peaceful stress-free future and you have the you have your dream house you have your dream car you have an ideal picture in your head of what you want your life to look like work backward from that and figure out what you need to do now figure out what you need to do today to actually get there because it's not just one day going to happen where you're in the future and all of a sudden you have everything you've ever dreamed of like dreams take work like you need to work toward what you want you can't just sit back and relax and expect everything to be handed to you. So that's what I would tell the people who, <laughs> who are having a little bit of trouble trying to give up the lifestyle. That is a good way to end it off. <laughs> yeah. Well, awesome. Thank you so much for being on this podcast. It was amazing having you on here and learning a little bit more about budget and giving some people some real talk about how to actually live your life. Yes, this was so much fun. I told you, Natalie, I can talk about this for years and years and years. So (laughs) I am so happy I had the opportunity. That's awesome. If you would like to hear more about what Danielle has to say or what she has to offer, be sure to follow her on Instagram at DefeatYourDebt. I'm sure she would love to hear with you, whether it's through the comments or the DMs or liking her post, just support in general. I'm sure everyone loves support, right? Am I right? She is super energetic. She's able to engage with you on a constant basis. That is how I met her and I was able to get her on this podcast. 
Be sure to screenshot this episode right now, post it in your Instagram stories and tag me at leader in red podcast, and then head over to my page and give me a follow when you're done. If you haven't already also subscribe and follow, I always love the support and you also get notifications on my new upcoming podcasts the second that they are released on Wednesday mornings. Guys, again, thank you so much for all the support you've given me so far. I'm super excited for this journey and I will catch you in the next one.